going. And my dad's my dad's birthday is on my anniversary. So that why'd you ha- why'd you get married on your dad's birthday? Dang it! It wasn't. That's not what it was. It it was. Did you set the wedding and then at the wedding? No, like, for years. For years, our way our wedding was a day after my dad. Like because it was, and then my dad was like, "Oh, I was really born." This did my he changed, my, he changed it. <laughs> one day he's just like one day he's like, hey. We're gonna celebrate our birthday. My birthday is gonna be on the same day as your anniversary. We're like, oh, great! But because he was born at home, and so his his birth certificate shows a day after, and he didn't find that out until his mom until he was looking through the stuff. And <laughs> so, like, we're married for you know fifteen years, and then all of a sudden, my dad's like, hey. That's so, really funny. It is funny. It's cute. <laughs> This is where the party ends. I can't stand here listening to you and your racist friend. I know politics bore you, but I feel like a hypocrite talking to you and your racist friend. Welcome to My Racist Friend, a podcast about the messy parts of relationships that help us grow together. I'm Amy McKeese. And I'm Don Griffin. And tonight we have special guest, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to say anything Um, about who you are? Sure. I'm a therapist in training. I've been at the BCC for a year now. It's so fun. And I'm excited to share the joys of social media today. Awesome. Wow. So social work. Mental health counseling. Yeah. Mental health. Okay. Yeah. Social. I was making a play on words with the social media and the social work. I gotcha. Yeah, it wasn't funny. <laughs> That's okay, okay though. Jenny has very funny things. I'm sure she does. I see her bag of tricks. Where? Yeah. Uh, also, I, I do use they them pronouns. It's okay. You don't know me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. But you didn't know. I, I do yes. now. Yeah. We were talking earlier today about this thing on an older podcast called Reply All that was yes, yes, no. And it's where the old person would come in and the younger people would try to explain, would show him a meme or something and ask him if he knew what it meant. Okay. And he would start by saying like, I'm a no, no, no. I don't even remember what the three things were. Actually, there were three people. Oh, three people. And so they were trying to get everybody to yes. So everybody understood the meme and that's what this was making me think of earlier when we were talking about it just sitting around the table was was jay trying to get you to yes 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 okay (laughs) okay (laughs) so do you want to start with your background with social media and why it's hard i guess to find joy on social media sometimes what 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 do you mean like like, how do you typically interact with people, or what type of content do you typically get on your feeds? It really depends on what part of my life I'm in. Like mm-hmm. right now, I'm trying not to interact. I still watch social media, but I'm mm-hmm. not interacting. 
there was a period of time uh, a while ago that content about me yeah it, it was on social media and you kind of get tired of seeing negative things about you know, or positive things but yeah but then someone say well but he's not that great of a guy like so you're just like oh my god and everyone's telling you you got to get off of social media stop looking at the things that people say about you yeah. and so yeah so right now i'm still looking but not interacting that's fair Look, I still use social media for work, right? Yeah. for real estate content to say, hey, you know, we've got this happening and that happening. I do that every day. But actual personal content, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've stopped. Yeah. How about you? Or Well, I'm 24, so I've grown up with social media, whether I wanted to or not. I think now at this point in my life, I also... Like on Instagram specifically, that's my most used social media, and I only use it for my business account, my own personal account. I might post every like six months or so. I'm mostly looking at what other people are doing. On TikTok, I don't post anything on my own personal account. I'm like reposting things I agree with a lot of my feed. Can I get on? As much as you want. Cool. Yeah. So on my personal like TikTok feed and Instagram specifically on both of my accounts, it's like content creators talking about what's going on right now. And then memes. It's like it's just a a mix of like funny things happening and also social justice things happening and people trying to share like this is what's happening in Palestine and Israel right now. This is what's happening in the Congo, Sudan, Mm -hmm. every country that's basically being colonized for their resources and people were being taken advantage of and talking about boycotts and all that stuff. So I interact with a lot of that. I didn't share as much about any of them on my personal like business account until very recently, but on my personal one, it's like constantly when I'm finding something that's like fact-checked and everything, I typically share those. Mm -hmm. But other personal things, I also just don't take many pictures anymore. Like all my stuff is for my business, so I don't do a lot of personal stuff. And Facebook is like the one social media I have that like my mom and like my mom's friends and stuff follow me on. So it's very toned down. Yeah. It's just like, I did this for this holiday and I got a new cat and here, my grades are good. Like that's all I share on gotcha. there. And that's about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have many other ones though. Cause I just don't have time. But even your... Even the things that you're posting, you know, like the free Palestine and all that. I mean, that's real personal, too. Yeah. You know, I had to like very recently I had something that I shared with Amy about Palestinian stuff and I wasn't sharing it on my business account for a long time because I was like, I don't know if this is going to affect my income. Like, this is the only way I pay my bills right now. I don't know if I can get too political on social media. But then I had someone harass me for my views on Palestine and then I was like, you know what? If this person is going to like say all this stuff about me and unfollow me, I don't want anyone that I work with to feel that they can harass me for things that I believe in. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just have a conversation about it. And I feel like I make it very open, especially on my business account. Like, hey, if you have like a different opinion than me, just ask me a question instead of like, you know, sending me a lot of hate messages in my inbox because that's not really going to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was like bad. But. It's okay. They're not on my list anymore for people I work with, but it was only because they came at me in a way that like, this isn't a productive conversation. And I'm like, if someone wants to block me for my views, they're just going to do that. 
And if I'm a, I'm just a service worker, so if they don't want to work with me, they can find someone else that has the same views as them. But I'm not going to fight someone on social media. I don't have time for that. That makes me think of something someone said to me today about deciding to disclose things. What What were you trying to protect by not sharing it? Oh, I was trying to not wind up feeling isolated. But by not sharing, I'm winding up feeling isolated. It's amazing that we do feel that we have to share in this in this day and age, that you actually do have to take a stand. Yeah. I tell my son, leadership is lonely. You know, sometimes you just got to put, you got to say who you are. You got to be who you are and say how you feel and start the conversation, which is what we do. Which then becomes less lonely, right? Yes. I always feel bummed out when you say leadership is lonely. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I think once you get out of high school or even undergrad, I definitely know when I was younger, all the stuff I shared was like, especially very early on in college, it's like, this is all the fun stuff that I'm doing. Like, I want people to think that I'm having fun the mm -hmm. whole time when like the majority of the time, like every one of my friends during finals were all crying in our dorm rooms. But we're like, no, we're having a super great time. And like, I'm doing all these fun things and just going all these fun places. But it's literally all for show for a while. But then you just get like, tired of it after a while like that's so much to like put on your plate and so much to like try to project to the world especially if it's not happening like after a while there's just kind of no point in trying to put that face on anymore that's that's very gruff you're you're only 24 so that's there's there's adults my age and older who are still doing the selfie and you know mm -hmm. so the fact that you have that thought process at 24 is pretty cool. Dang. When did I first, I think I first made an account probably in 2011 or 2012. So I was 11 or 12. It started on Facebook. I was, it was Facebook. And I okay. definitely, I lied about my age. I said I was like 15 or something. Mm -hmm. And it was literally just all my friends and I following each other and like, emailing each other and just getting into different social medias because our friends kept saying that we were doing different stuff mm -hmm. and like we didn't even know what we were doing and then you got onto like the weird parts of the internet but like i've been doing it for i guess yeah like 12 13 years now and i'm like i'm just tired <laughs> like every time like every few years another social media will come out and i'm like i can't have 20 apps on my phone for different ways to talk to people like there's no way like you can't get connected. What to was me. ours? MySpace. That was our first one. <laughs> no, that was not mine, but you, you weren't on MySpace. No, my sister was. Okay, I was. We're the same age, kinda. I mean, you're just a child. Whatever. I'm like <laughs> two years younger than you, or something. And she's looking at me like, "No, that that wasn't me." <laughs> <laughs> Completely different generation. <laughs> <laughs> there was no Facebook. It was my MySpace. Yeah. It was MySpace. And then when I joined Facebook, it had that thing where it would ask, can can I have access to your email? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and it sent an email to every single person in my email, inviting them to be my friend on Facebook. And I was in the PTO and I got like these responses from people I barely knew at all, like saying, oh, thank you so much for thinking of me. Like, I <laughs> I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> uh, 
I think I remember that email. I thought you were doing it personally to me, and now I now I'm finding out it was it, it was a mass email. email. Yeah, you're revealing your secrets now. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So we were talking about like finding happiness, yeah, too, though, and black Twitter, and how now that's not as much of a thing. And is there a real black Twitter? Is there? Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'll. I'm a black person, folks. If you if, you're, <laughs> if you can't tell, if you yeah. have, I always hear about black t- Twitter, but I'm like, where is it at? Like, yeah. ha- type in black Twitter again. I don't <laughs> there. See, and there's memes about that too. It's great. Mm-hmm. So back in the back in the like two years ago, before Elon Musk was anywhere related to Twitter, Twitter is a hellscape to put it mildly now that it's called x because elon musk was like i'm not gonna infringe on people's first amendment rights i'm gonna let them say what they want and so it's just a lot of alt-right transphobic stuff Mm -hmm. now it's really bad but before basically your algorithm was based on all of the stuff that you interacted with most so if you were an art person you would probably get a lot of like artists that you were following, a lot of art content, mm-hmm. drawing tips, stuff like that. If you were on the like comic and like cosplay part of Twitter, like you would get just all types of content related to okay. that. So for a lot of like black people and a lot of like ethnic groups, also depending on like what region and like country you were in. Just because those are the people that you're around and the people you're interacting mm-hmm. with most, that's what kind of became black twitter so across the country there was just like a lot of black people specifically talking about memes or experiences that probably mostly black americans would understand like if the person like cooking your thanksgiving food doesn't have like really big arms or something it's not going to be good like that kind of stuff and just like I don't know, like talking about like going to church and like making memes about that in the morning and people that grew up in that culture are going to know what you're talking about. So you don't have to give them context Mm -hmm. or they would talk about the black experience and like BLM and stuff like that. So that's what black Twitter just ended up being. It's just like that's the part of your algorithm and your content that you're interacting with most. And I'm sure I actually got like. I got those same memes eventually. Yeah. You know, the Kermit the Frog. Oh, yes. With the uh, sipping tea. There's a, yeah, that's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But yeah, but I didn't, I'm never on Twitter, so I didn't know. And it's probably just because if you don't interact with it enough, that's just not what's going to be like popping up on your feed all the time. So I was like, yeah, the more like people you interact with and that's the content that they're putting out, then you would just start to notice that your algorithm is mostly like either black people posting or it's memes about like things you would understand because of the culture and I stuff see. like that. The Cat Williams thing is I'm so tired of it. There's a whole thing going on right now because Cat Williams basically did, I don't even want to say an expose, but he basically talked crap about like a lot of people in the community comedic industry a lot of african-american people and and cat williams is a he's a comedian Mm -hmm. he's a kind of he's a famous comedian he's extremely intelligent but every once in a while he has these mental breakdowns and he he had a three-hour interview and it's hit they said 35 million views yesterday was 24 and it was like a day old it's been out since Sunday, I think. He talked about everyone you could think of, especially in like the black entertainment industry that he's 
I haven't even watched the whole thing. Everyone I've seen, they're like, yeah, it took me like six hours to watch because I had to go and like research and fact check really? what they was talking. Oh, people were like into it. Yeah. But it's because it's like all these people that either you grew up with or like my mom was really into like all the kings of comedy. So all of the like black men that were comedians, like they were really into those. I got out of it because a lot of them just ended up being super transphobic and homophobic and every it's ich. true. And it's a sad thing that's just, like, very common, I think, in the community, but they were just the people that were out in the, like, 70s, 80s, and 90s, early 2000s, that all my family was, like... And, and think about it. You know what? He's he's actually... It's, it's interesting we're talking about that, because he's calling out people for possibly being gay, or being in a dress, or being... And no one's actually calling him out about that. They're so wrapped up in is it real yeah i mean that's that's what they're like 30 years back on worrying about whether or not people are gay or not because cat stevens or cat not stevens (laughs) yeah it says it and no one said enough of this yeah yeah he also like called people like illiterate and i think he just called out steve harvey for being bold before he Being was, bald? Yes. He was like, did you know he wore a toupee back in the day? And we're like, he is. But now what's happening is the last couple of days, it's been about trying to find out whether or not the things that he is saying it w- was either real or right. Or, or, and, and so now it's taken on this whole new, why is this everything I'm getting on Facebook? But you're not seeing it on Facebook. I'm, I haven't looked at Facebook. Like, I go to insurance billing page okay i think i've seen it a little bit on facebook like i haven't been on there as much Mm -hmm. but it's all over my tiktok personally but also i feel like i'm also on like the black side of tiktok it's just topical because it's all a part of our community Mm -hmm. and there's also the whole thing about like people who are black famous have you heard that term before yes there was a skit between kevin hart and and who's the guy that got slapped oh chris rock chris rock (laughs) And they did this whole thing about he was telling him at the time, he was like, see, you're black famous, but I'm like really famous. And they'd go into places and Chris Rock was like, he wouldn't pay for anything. Mm-hmm. Not, not, Yeah, Chris Rock wouldn't pay for anything and he, it would be fine. And then Kevin Hart would have to. Mm-hmm. And he just said, you know, see, I'm going to show you the difference between, uh, you know, it was pretty funny. And I feel like that's like very similar for cat williams like i mean i've asked like some of my like white friends like my partner knows because he's grown up around mm-hmm. like black people and people of color his whole life mm-hmm. but like some of my white friends i'm like oh do you know about the like cat williams stuff they're like who? who and i'm like i can't get into the history of like i can't like there's just no way like you had to grow kings up with of it. comedy you, like, they don't know who i'm talking they don't know about who they, yeah and that was one of the biggest comedy shows traveling comedy shows ever like ever yeah. and i mean i only know because like i grew up with all the people in my life, I think my mom had me like 37, so they're all like 37 and older. Okay. But they're all like black too. So I'm like, that's what I'm exposed to. And like mm-hmm. all the music that I know is like, if I tried to bring it up to very certain friends, they're not going to know what I'm talking about because they're black famous. I get it. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Most of the things I have are on TikTok because Instagram, the comments on Instagram are so much meaner than they are on TikTok. They make me like scared. <laughs> Is there a younger crowd on TikTok than, I mean, than, yeah, maybe Yes, that's it. but also I think the audiences are 
same content. Yeah, same content, different audience. But also I feel like people just have more leeway to be mean on Facebook and Instagram than they Mm. do other social medias. It's a whole thing. This is a grandmother cooking food in her kitchen. And a lot of the comments are like, oh, my God, like, I feel safe here. And like, whether it's like black or white people, but a lot of the like black people, I think, in the comments are like, oh, this like feels like my grandmother. But you can watch the whole thing if you would like. Can you see? Oh, she's got a shirt that that matches. (laughs) She's cute. So it's like... She's adorable. Like, she does remind me of, like, one of my grandmothers. She reminds me of, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, they're just people that maybe haven't experienced, like, a southern grandma, like, cooking for them before. They're like, I don't use measuring spoons. I just be doing Mm -hmm. stuff. (laughs) I'm like, dang, that's how I learned how to make food. This is a woman doing her hair to my favorite white people songs. Is that what she said? <laughs> okay. Let's see if they're mine. Tina Marie. I guess I, I never thought of her as I never white. She's no she is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's just looping, um, but it's. I know personally when I used to watch a lot of like hair videos and stuff, it's like the mixing of two parts of our cult. Like I listened, my mom listened to that song a lot. I didn't know that that woman was white until I saw this video. I was like Tina Marie, like that's a that's a black woman. And I looked and I was like, oh, it's not. Well, she was she was Rick James' girlfriend. And so <laughs> he produced all that stuff. That's that's that. If you hear the horn section, you hear all that. It's Richard. She's so famous that there's a place called Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Oh, I know that place. Okay, in 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 L.A. Mm-hmm. And it's it's if you you guys ever eaten chicken eaten chicken and waffles together, it's a it's a mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so she has her own booth. And since she she passed, it's memorialized that it's her booth. She was in there so much. Well, I didn't have a choice of what I listened to as a kid. It was just whatever's on the radio. And it was always R&B soul hits and stuff. And so it was Bobby Caldwell. Didn't know that man was white either until a few years ago. That's funny. Yeah. It's just the blue-eyed soul genre. People like Amy Winehouse, I think, she doesn't sound black. But like mm. my grandma before she passed, she was like, I think she listened to Amy Winehouse. She was like, mm, I can get down with that. And if she approved of a white person doing soul, then I was like, you know what? I'll listen to her. <laughs> I watched Singing in the Rain for the first time last night. My partner and I both hadn't seen it. And we were like, we have to. That's did an you old- like it? I actually did. <laughs> I thought it was fun. That was like, if I have to watch, like, I guess an old, like, white movie, like, everyone. That's a good one. I was like, it was fun. Like, that gives people stares when I say I've never seen Singing in the Rain before. But if I ask them, I'm like, oh, have you seen, like, The Wiz? They're like, huh? And I'm like, you know, (laughs) with Janet Jackson. Like, have you seen The Wiz? I'm like, that's a cultural thing for me. But I do get stares when I tell people that. So the next one is a man dancing to, let me see what the, the music, oh, their hits from 2006, 
All right. So what am I looking at? So this is just another person that I like to interact with mostly because I like dancing videos, but anything that brings nostalgia to the mix, mm-hmm. people act like songs from 2006 are old. I'm like, that was, that was almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I know one from 2006, I'm being current. If I hear this, to me, I'm going to think it's brand new. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Me too. You know, too let's let's right? listen to some new music, shall we? That was cool. I really only heard these songs if they made them in Glee. What the makes sense? If they made it where? Glee. Oh my god. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I knew every single one of these songs except for one. My my sister's eight years older than me, mm-hmm. so when I was seven, she was in a dance, a hip hop dance troupe. So whenever she would go to practice, I would have to tag along because where else am I going to go? I'm seven. So I only knew any of those songs. It's nostalgic because like I would just like watch her and her friends like dance to stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to be just like my sister. We're like opposite personalities. That's um, funny that you say that my sister's a dancer. T- my th- sister is a ballet slash modern slash hip hop dancer. And so so it's not that I'm so cool. It's that I had to listen to her. Mm-hmm. Deal, you know, you do. Oh, yeah. 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 If you ever hear anyone say the term stitch on TikTok, it means that they're using the beginning of someone else's video and then they are tagging along. They'll like cut off, they'll like play like 20 seconds, maybe 10 seconds of someone else's video and then like talk about it right after. Now, I hear a lot of African-Americans upset about this, the stitching, because you're seeing a lot of white folks do this and and get and get the credit they'll have a woman talking and they're like eating cereal like they'll have a black woman talking they're eating cereal and they're like can you believe what she said like and they repost it mm-hmm. and then they get more uh views, in the, views in the original and they didn't they, they've been doing this for a long long time yeah that's been a big thing on all social medias for forever so yeah stitching There are some people that just do like reaction content, so they really won't do anything. They'll just stitch onto another person's video as like a reaction of it, and it'll get more views, which is, it's the lowest form of content. I'm like, you're not doing any, I personally don't enjoy it because I'm just like, you're not doing anything. I like stitches of like POC doing it as like a side eye to the other person of like, is this what we're doing right now? Yeah. Like, those are okay. funny, yeah. but more they're doing is a side eye to what someone is saying. Those are funny, but, and especially I think during the pandemic specifically, when a lot of like all you could do was create and consume content, there were a lot of black creators and POC creators doing a lot of like dance videos and a lot of other things. Also, a lot of people on social media will not credit if they're like using a dance. People got called out for it for so long that they do it now, but beforehand you would like, use someone else's dance like charlie d'amelio if you've ever heard of her Mm. i don't know if she has the biggest account on tiktok anymore but she got famous for a dance that was created by young black girl and never gave her credit for it and it blew up her tiktok to like 
she had a few thousand followers to millions of followers. And now her and her family have a TV show on Hulu. She has consistent brand deals and she got it from taking another dance from a black creator and not editing her until she got called out for it. So people had to like get on her because it's like your success is quite literally because of another person that you didn't credit. And that girl, no one knew that she created that dance like officially Mm -hmm. until like a year later. And like she could have had the exact same career as Charlie D'Amelio did if she actually got credit for it when she should have. And so people do that all the time until you call them out for it consistently. Yeah. This Charlie, I know who you're talking about now. I mean, she's, she did it and she's still making in, making millions and millions of dollars. And we, you, you can't tell me who the name, but the name of the girl who started the thing. I think her name is Jamira. Jamira. Jamira, yeah. I know, but I don't know if anyone else knows. You you know what I mean? I mean, because I, I think our society is used to copying off of browning queer folks Mm -hmm. and making money off taking that and making money off of their creativity Mm -hmm. i think part of the like good and bad thing about social media is that you can like just call people out for stuff that they do like whether they're actually going to listen to you or not whether they do it or not like it's at least letting them know like hey you probably shouldn't be doing this and maybe it's about the pocketbook they're being held accountable by making less money. And then that's why they decide to change. Mm-hmm. And whatever the reason is, if they do it, then sometimes you just have to be happy that they do it. And if, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to show everyone a a video. I showed it to Amy earlier. I just want, I really just want to know if it's going to make you laugh or not. Because I don't, I'm not going to give you any context. I just want you to, I just want to see if you laugh. Okay. Um, This is a, once you press play, you'll have to swipe the videos, the it's pictures on the screen. Swipe through. I feel under, like I'm under pressure. Like this is going to, it's going to, if I don't get the first one, then I'm not going to be cool. And no, I, I, this is laughing niche. if this does not make you cool. This is niche. <laughs> It might, if it you, if you laugh, like... Then I've got problems. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Okay. okay. So you'll have to... It's a mango, it's, not bread. Yes. Oh, wait. What, what is it? So, oh. So you have to... Wait. Chug a beer, chug a beer, chug a beer. Hopped in my truck and I hit a deer. So... This is probably one of those TikToks I found at like 1 a.m. or something. <laughs> it is nothing comes up on my feed early in the day. Like, why? This is kind of violent. I reposted because I was like, oh, that's so me when I eat a mango. It almost looked like brains, though. I you thought it was to, a loaf of bread. Um, Sometimes it really the, is just the, it's the mix of the song and the video, like the photos together. It just creates a vibe. I have a lot of cat videos. Cat as in cat or cat Williams? Cat as in cats. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's one that is an ongoing series of someone that photoshops their cat into different animals. Um, <laughs> I can only. <laughs> <laughs> it's a oh my gosh, that's amazing! <laughs> Some of my favorite videos ever. They did a recap for uh, 
the end of the year with like <laughs> 10 that they made. Wow. So bizarre. That's really good. They're some of my favorite videos. Yeah. Um, Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. I was watching it with you. But okay, this one is they're all meme cats formatted, like formatted to recreate the Twilight movies. <laughs> So it's redescribing the Twilight movies using meme cats. This sounds amazing. Okay, this is of, oh, so they're cats that have that are famous through memes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one yelling at the ladies and yeah, that and one. Then, do you know about the haunt cat? The who? The haunt. Oh, I saw this one earlier today. <laughs> okay, yes. so this is. I think this is Breaking Dawn Part One. The whole movie. It's like two minutes. <laughs> I think that was Renesmee spinning inside of Bella. (laughs) I forgot the kid's name was Rasputin in the movie. It's it's not. It is a mean name. It's Renesmee. Okay. (laughs) People will use any R. Like name, um, I've, call, I've seen her called Ratatouille, Rasputin. Just oh my god! Um, yeah. Some people have oh a god. lot of time. I feel like these are the people in like high school that just don't. They did that all through English class. Uh, I have a whole cacophony of different things that I see on my feed every day. Well, this has been great. It really has. It's been fun. I'm excited Mm -hmm. to create our list, our liner notes for it. So I hope you'll come back. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to, you got me inspired to get on my social media, to get my social media on. This episode of My Racist Friend is a production of the Bloomington Center for Connection an organization using relational cultural theory to promote social change through connection. This conversation between Jay Filer, Don Griffin Jr., and Amy McKeese, LCSW, took place on January 8, 2024, in Bloomington, Indiana, and was edited for this podcast by Kevin McKeese. Theme music lovingly sampled from Your Racist Friend by They Might Be Giants. Follow Bloomington Center for Connection on Facebook and other social media platforms. account that I follow is called Epic Wars and they render different animals to or things to like fight each other. So the last couple one this one I see right here is a super chicken versus one million T Rexes. Okay. Um you have a dark, dark sense of humor. I just want you to know that. Just a tiny bit. The cantaloupe thing or whatever the mango thing. I know, but it's still in my head. (laughs) Okay, so the super chicken, its superpower is it shoots many eggs. Okay, this is going to be gross. It's rendered, so it's all like 3D art, but it's versus a lot of (laughs) T-Rexes. Were you laughing at this? Oh my gosh. I was just caught so off guard. Like, I 
was just sitting in bed. It was ten thirty p.m. Oh my god! I was getting god. sleepy. <laughs> why? This is what I see. Why? 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 Oh my god! Why? I think the chicken won this one. I can't uh, remember. I mean, how could they not? Oh my god! I'm gonna be a vegetarian. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so Why? Sorry. Why? I, I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> it is funny.